Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Lauren Sharpie-Kinsky. Hello, Lisa. Hello. Hiya. Hiya. Howdy, Lisa. Hello, Sharpie. How's it going? It's going well. Going well. I think I may have eaten eaten too much for, for dinner. And everyone should be happy to know that I did feed Steve right before the podcast, yeah. so he shouldn't be too obnoxiously hungry. Not yeah. as good as that cut. food all the time. Yeah, because you know it's going to come up. Yeah. <laughs> I had some pad thai. Oh, and if fancy. I if I remember, mm-hmm. um, you guys might be impressed with me later. So remind me to talk about food later. Okay. Okay. Hmm. But on no, to, I'm intrigued. But on this That's show, right. on this show, what's our topic? Well, we're going to kind of talk about some news and updates at the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando. We got two cool things. All right. What's the first cool thing, sir? Um, we, Lauren do we, and Sharpie, do we want to get into the, the big one? Oh, I think we should leave the big one for last. Okay. So definitely the little, the little one, which is also cool news for if you're staying on property, which is also a, a reason to stay on property. So Lauren, why don't you, why don't you cover that one? So uh, the little piece of news we have is that Disney is bringing back extra magic hours starting October 1st, and they're going to be rolling out a benefit for deluxe resorts only where they will get to have evening extra magic hours on select nights. We don't have all the details yet on what that's going to look like, but it's going to be select nights and there will be e- special evening ma- magic hours for deluxe resorts. They so are select nights. Does that mean we get to select the nights? I believe that means they get to select the nights. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> and they're also bringing back um, morning extra magic hours on select days. Oh, and then the morning is the same, same thing for deluxe and deluxe villa. No, morning, I believe, is for everybody. Oh, okay. So morning is anybody off property or on property? Or we don't know yet? Uh, It's going to be for Disney guests on property and select hotels off property. Oh, okay. So that's like good neighbor. Right. Okay. Select good neighbor. All right. So that's cool. And that is going to be every day. We just don't know. Which parks, like, I, I'm guessing they're going to do it like they did before where, you know, Monday's Magic Kingdom or whatever, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Um, Hopefully it'll be a schedule really type it. of thing so that we can keep track and, and learn it and know it and be done. Right. Exactly. But that very rarely happens. So who knows? <laughs> Keeps us on our toes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it should be good. But that, that. The um, deluxe one is going to deluxe and deluxe villas. Yeah. So you stay at Grand Floridian Polynesian Contemporary uh, Boardwalk, Beach Club, uh, Yacht and Beach. So is it just me or is this reminiscent of something? Animal Kingdom. Uh, something that maybe involves a legacy. Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. Any of those. Oh, and then there's a, what's the. The new one, I guess that's a deluxe villa, the Riviera. Oh yeah, yep. that's a good one. Yeah, so p- pretty much any of those types of higher end resorts, you get an extra extra time in the park at night. Yep. With very, the, and I would assume that would be much lighter crowds. So, oh, is it all good news, or do you think there's a a drawback? Because not all perks are perks for everyone. 
No. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because you guys remember when they first were talking about bringing FastPass on and we had, we had talked extensively about, will they just bring it back for, bring it on for deluxe resorts? Will it be just a perk for them? Will it be free for deluxe and other people have to pay for things? And now we're looking at this and, and I, I feel like you're, you're kind of getting to that point where they're trying to push those deluxe resorts and they're trying to give more perks to deluxe resorts, trying to get more people to book them. Yeah. So I, like we had talked about that, that was something that could be an issue down the road. Yeah. And that was years ago. We talked about that. Yep. But it definitely um, resembles the perks that you get over at Universal Studios when you're at one of the premier hotels or as Sharpie said, a legacy hotel. And yep. that would be Hard Rock, Portofino, and Royal Pacific, where you get the free unlimited express pass with your hotel stay for everyone in your party for the duration of your stay. Yeah, that's yep. an awesome benefit. So I think they're following suit on the perk for the hotels they want to sell the most. Yep. Yeah. So you get extra evening, and then we'll have more information. So when you book a reservation, uh, hopefully we'll have that information for you at that time when Disney releases it. So you'll know where you want to go and hopefully the actual booking of reservations for a park, maybe by then that those will be gone as well. We'll see. They're saying no. Oh, they still have reservations. Yeah. There's they, the rumor is that they want to keep it. It's a terrible idea. I hate the reservation thing, but I, I, they like the reservation system because they know how to stop. Yeah. They know how many are going to go to that park because they can't Um, get in without a reservation. The problem with the reservation system is, is that it really does, it, it doesn't really allow you to be flexible. No. Which, uh, even less than what it was before the pandemic, Yeah, which had already limited your flexibility based off right. of fast passes. Yeah. Yep. But do you think it's just staffing or do you think they get something else out of it? I mean, currently now they're, they're using it to their advantage to keep their park attendance under control. But is that, do you think that there's another benefit to them doing the park reservations? No, I think it's, I really do think it's that they like to know who's coming when and how they have to staff. And it's also a tighter control on the uh, system that they had just put in place with, uh, seasonal and date adjusted pricing. Mm. True. Well, I hope reservations go away. Agreed. Cause I hate yeah, the whole I, reservation. Yeah, not, not a fan at all. Because it's like, I got my hotel reservation. I got park tickets and now I can't use my park tickets cause like you can't get a actual reservation. It's like a whole nother layer. And that's another problem on, on, busy times, like we saw in spring break, you couldn't even book a hotel. The hotels were available. You couldn't book a hotel because one of the days the park reservations weren't available. Yeah. So it's, it's actually limiting their sales on the other side of it on busy times, like Christmas Mm. week, it'll be limited, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I'm hopeful that reservations go away. So the other big topic, Sharp, you want to tease out uh, what it is? 
Hmm. <laughs> We've been talking about it for a long time, and it finally Let's came true. See. Let's see. It may have to deal with something that is a pass. Mm. And it is something that is quicker <laughs> than a moderate speed. Oh, boy. <laughs> and it could also be something that I just complained about having to make reservations for. Yeah. So I'm going to draw the connections there, and we're going to say it's all about the new system they're implementing for fast pass. Yes. So No longer plus. It's premiering, though. That's right. So the Premier Pass. Um, Premier Access. Premier Access. So they have this. This just came out today when we're recording this at Disneyland Paris and Shanghai Disney. Uh, and then Lauren and I were talking, and we can get into what, what they have at Tokyo Disney uh, as well. So, and Disney owns the majority of Disneyland Paris and Shanghai Disney. So they're rolling it out there. So I have to think that since they're doing that, it's definitely going to be coming to Disney World at some point in time. And I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. Yeah. So I'm pulling up some details on it to give you an idea. So over at Disneyland Paris, they had the paper fast passes like we used to know and love from, from years ago. But now they're going with the new fast pass system that allows you to purchase fast passes uh, for your party. And what they know as of now, where am I pricing here? Hmm. So I don't see the pricing right now. But I think if I remember correctly, it was anywhere from about not uh, about here it is. So eight euros. So. Yeah, so eight euros, which is about nine dollars and fifty cents in U.S., uh, to about eighteen dollars U.S. per person per ride is what people are reporting. So we we haven't heard this from Disney yet, but it's the Disney Premier Access, and they're so about nine fifty to eighteen dollars U.S. per person per ride. If you and so I guess you can go to a kiosk of some sort and do an impulse buy for your party uh, if it's available and, and get a, uh, a pass. Now there's still, it's not the front of the line is what I'm reading here as well. It's, you know, it's faster access. Um, it's basically waiting virtually. It allows you to wait virtually hmm. is what I gather. Cause it's all done on the app. Website purchase a Disney premier access gives you fast access. Gives you fast access to the attraction you choose, but does not guarantee immediate access. Right. So, so we will see. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I, I, I feel like we're going to see a, an old fast pass system somewhat come back with it. Just because why are they putting those kiosks in the park? I. Uh, They're putting new kiosks in the park. They're just trying to throw everyone Well, we home. saw the new, you saw the new kiosk at Disney, at Magic Kingdom this weekend. And yeah. Took, and I've got, we, you sent me a picture of it. So it looks like the Magic Band circle, and then it has a kiosk screen 
So I guess you can touch your magic band. I wonder, I did not see on that picture, but I didn't look at it close enough. There's, yeah. There was no like credit card. No. And the only other thing you can think of is that it's going to allow you to access your My Disney experience in case your phone's not working. Yeah, I guess. That could be. Now, it sounded like they were still going to possibly have a fast pass system um, that you could do for free, but it was, it was like a, uh, a comeback later time thing and it might have certain rides or might not have certain rides. So like if everybody's buying these premier access to space mountain, then maybe that doesn't show up on the regular fast pass system for right. people to come Which back. Which does happen with max pass. Oh, at Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah, so it says the park has also been implementing Standby Pass, a virtual queue system that lets guests digitally hold their place in line for certain attractions. Unfortunately, Standby Passes aren't available all the time, like Fast Passes usually are. They're only implemented on select rides to reduce crowding and help with social distancing. Because we're still in the middle of this is while well, COVID's still so going on. Here's my problem with this. They're essentially forcing us, if they do this, to basically spending the whole day looking at our phone. Yep. Well, yeah, you're constantly going to. If I'm on vacation, is, do I really want to be doing that? Or do I want to be enjoying my family and spending time with my family? Yeah. I Or juggling. I, I know. Or juggling, Yes. Like this app to that app and check yeah. this time and that time. And, right. oh, my gosh, I can't believe we're late for this reservation. It, it, I know. I'm, I'm not it, in love with in, this. In trying to make it simpler, they have made it far too complex for a vacation. Yeah, right. I agree. Like at least before you set your fast passes up ahead of time. And then you just kind of went with the day. You know, it wasn't so bad. So I don't know. And I even dislike that. Yeah, I did too. Me too, but at least you had it ahead of time. It wasn't standing in the middle of the park trying to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't you know. I feel like off. it's going to be annoying. I want to run and get a paper ticket. Well, Disneyland. actually yeah. get a paper ticket. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, so we were just there last week. And with no fast pass system, uh, man, it was awesome. It was like the old school. It was when they didn't have fast pass, you can go in either line, you can go in any line. And let me tell you, so 4th of July weekend, I walked, we went to Soren. I'm like, oh my God, I've never been on Soren without a fast pass ever. Walked in the You line. just don't want to. You no, don't even attempt it. I was like, oh, okay, let's go on Soren. We walked all the way, 4th of July weekend. Oh, and shout out to Vanessa and her family. We enjoyed our day with you. Yes. So all of us walked all the way to the front got in line, watched the pre-roll, got on the ride, and nobody was even sitting next to us on Soren. Had the whole cart hang glider to ourselves. Yeah. Never have I done on 4th of July weekend. It was right. amazing. And <laughs> I mean, we did the same thing with um, Magic Kingdom. We went on all day long. We were on, on and off rides, 15-minute wait right. all day. We and came up to you. The was coming back. We were like, we assumed the park was going to be packed. It was unbelievable. So that, I, I miss that Disney World and going from that experience to 
just the booking of fast passes, the old system, and then whatever this new system is, it just makes it so much more complex, like Sharpie's saying, and just so it's, it, it takes a lot of that magic and joy and it becomes more of a scheduling thing. So, which that's what the rest of our life is like <sighs> with yeah. work and school. And it, yes, it's, Sharpie was so awesome to just walk on Soren. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was, it was I, I never, even, I, I tried to ask the attendant, the cast member, crazy. when we were getting off the ride. Like if we if, could write again. Yeah, if we could write again. Was it was so nice. It was unbelievable. Like yeah. even with the fast pass, I wait to get on that ride. Oh, yeah. Easily. It was wonderful. Yeah. I took a picture of us with our empty row and then our empty loading block. And it was unbelievable. It was cool. That was 4th of July weekend. Unbelievable. So, And it's not like it was end of the day. Another park or? I don't know. This was, uh, what was this? Friday. This was a Friday. And so, it was the only the second night that Epcot Forever was. Yeah, it was, the, it was the second night of Epcot Forever. It's also the last week of um, Flower and Garden. Yeah, there. and we got to see Flower and Garden. It was awesome. Oh, so speaking of Flower and Garden, Sharpie, well, this is what I was going to share with you. Well, we're going to do a whole review show on it here in a minute. All right. Sharpie, so anyway, you got to wait. got to wait. But so Fast Passes. So I am hopeful, and I would think Disney would do this, that they offer a package. So you can buy this with your Disney hotel. What Tokyo does. Yeah, because then we could help you get the fast passes. Because I feel like $9 to $18 per person per ride is the impulse buy at the last minute to get on an attraction. At least I hope that's what it is. And and paying $18 just for quicker access. I, I'm sorry. I, can't I think imagine. that's absurd. It's like the toll road that I, it's, it's everything in the world has gone this route. Like the toll road. Now there's a toll road that they built out in front of us and it's uh, anywhere from $2 to dry, ride on it to like eight. Is it eight? I don't know. It goes up to whatever it I've goes seen up it to. go up to four fifty. Yeah. It goes up the, the more, the longer the regular traffic is, the more expensive it is to uh, ride, drive in the toll road. So it's the same thing. So it's the same concept now that's applied to everything. So it just goes up and then you're like, do I want to pay that much to save a little, uh, some unknown amount of time to drive home? So it's the same thing, which drives me crazy. That's a lot of money. You know, $18 times four people. Package like a family pack or. You know, so many rides, you get, you know, five rides for X amount of dollars for a family of four. Yes. That I could say. Yes. You know. That's much better. I feel that's manageable. It's easier to put it all in one payment and figure it out and get it at a discount and not get some random nine fifty to $18 per person per ride. Yeah. But now it is included with deluxe resorts, right? No. no. I don't know. I doubt not it. Not yet. Right. Not yet. So who knows? But you could do all that. I mean, that's the beauty of the thing. Hopefully. Here's the thing. If they do this, guess what's coming? No more free dining. Free premier access. <laughs> Three free rides with your package. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Free premier pa- yeah, free premier pass and free parking. Yeah. Oh, yep. well, there you go. The things Absolutely. that used to be free. You know what? <laughs> uh, take it. Well, no, you used to get three fast passes 
just a, when you when you stayed. That was the yeah, deal. You're going to make that look really appealing. Now the three fast passes are could be a, a value of twenty dollars per person per ride. Well, so, and the crazy thing is, is people are going to pay it because nobody wants to wait in line. Yeah. Although it could keep the fast pass lines down. <sighs> yeah. But look, look at people are willing to spend it for yep. Universal, $150 for a day. Oh, do you know what they've been paying over spring break? A lot. Upwards of $300 per person per day. Wow. Well, and that, but so that's the key with Universal. If you're adding Express Pass, the earlier you add it, the cheaper it is. As you get closer to your date yeah. of using your tickets, that Express Pass price goes up. Yeah. Yeah. So like, had they purchased tickets, you know, in March for September, yeah. they'd pay $150. That's good. That's good to know. Or stay at one of the legacy hotels and, and you get it for free. Always the better. And option. it's unlimited instead of one ride. Right. So there is a difference. You want to do a quick explanation, Steve? Well, the, the quick explanation is if you stay at one of these three. No, top, no, no. Between Express Pass and Unlimited Express Pass. Yeah. So over at Universal Studios, Unlimited means you can ride any of the Express Pass rides as many times as you want. So, so if you want to do Spider-Man yeah, eight times. You can do it. The regular Express Pass that you buy for $150 to $300 per person. Uh, is limited to one time on each of those attractions. So even a more, better reason to stay on property over at Universal Studios at the Legacy Hotels. Plus you get two days of Express Pass for one night. That's so, the yeah. best deal. Yeah, check in, check out. It's more than, you, you save more than the cost of your room. Oh, 100%. It's, so it's amazing. So I don't know. So we'll see Disney World. It's definitely coming. There's rumors that they took out the uh, paper fast passes at Disneyland in California. There's the news that Disneyland Paris is implementing it. Shanghai is implementing it. Lauren read that Tokyo already has a similar type system. Yeah. Um, and then Lauren saw these weird kiosks at Magic Kingdom last week uh, over by Tomorrowland. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I actually think it's coming sooner rather than later. Yeah, they got. They've had a year and a half off and it's, it's the perfect time to implement change when everything changes because of the pandemic. So everyone's trying everything new and they got to make up revenue for all these places and all the things that still aren't open. (laughs) So, so, uh, how, and and I'm going to, I'm going to toss this question out. How long do you think it's going to be uh until everything is back open? Restaurants, dining plan. I think everything but the dining plan is done by October 1st. You think so? If things progress the way they are. What is this? But I think the restaurants that are still closed, I think we'll see more of them open by then. So we have all of July, all of August, all of September. That's three months and then it will be October 1st. But I think parades are going to come back. There's well, absolutely yeah. no reason not to do a parade. Yeah, they got fireworks and they're all standing there for fireworks. So I can see fireworks and parades for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Um, and then restaurants. As soon as the attendance is up 
back to where it needs to be and they're at a hundred percent, then everything should be open. Yeah. Universal's got all their hotels open. And there's rumors that they're, um, they filed permits for Port Orleans, French Quarter and Riverside. Oh, cool. Yeah. So hopefully that means they're, they're doing whatever needs to be done on those properties to kind of get them ready, get them ready to open. Hmm. So we will see. All right, we're gonna anything else on fast passes or extra magic hours? If not, we're we're gonna um our next show is gonna be a trip review. We just got back from Walt Disney World. I know, you're so excited. It was awesome. Okay, so we're gonna wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions for us, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening, and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.